Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hi, guys. Welcome back for another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. I hope everyone is home, staying safe, staying socially distanced, and away from all the mayhem that's going on. But I'm so excited to bring you amazing content and amazing guests. <laughs> so you. welcome, Thank Marquita. <laughs> Marquita. Oh, you welcome. Marquita Myrick is an award-winning licensed professional counselor and mindset coach. By creating safe spaces for persons to heal, Marquita has assisted hundreds of individuals in improving their mental health and also specifically focuses on supporting women in removing the limiting beliefs that hold their passion oh, hostage. Oh, Ooh, that is like such a sexy Thank bio, you. Marquita. I love Welcome. the way you read it, too. I don't know if it was the bio or your voice. I don't know. <laughs> Well, well, thank you. I want to know about your story. Like, what got you to this place, Marquita? Yeah. You're also a, a counselor, which, hello, you know, I'm a social worker. So I'm always yeah, geeked out about that. So how did you my get own to story. where you are You right know, now? sometimes that when we come in, we're attracted to the mental health field for various reasons. Mine was because I struggled in undergrad with depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and that experience, it took me about two months to really start mm -hmm. for other people to start noticing changes. So my mom came to me and said, you seem much better. So that prayer that you're doing, it's working. Because <laughs> at the time I was told, don't go to therapy. But I did anyways. I didn't <laughs> take their advice, thank God. Um, and so, mm -hmm. yeah, two months later, I started feeling better. And my mom started making compliments and just acknowledging my, my growth. And I started to think, how did this happen? You know, I'm just talking to this lady <laughs> in the counseling center. What is happening on this campus, you know? And so when I graduated, I thought, maybe I should explore that. Because I know how deep of a place I was in at one point, and I really wanted to see other people learn how to climb out of that deep spot. Yes. So tell me about some of the work that you do with regards to helping um, specifically yeah. women oh, get into a group women. mindset. <laughs> in our mindset. So I, I, I love working with women because society tells us how we should be, how we should think, how we should feel um, and causes us to compare ourselves to other women. Um, and oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So a, a growth mindset, as you know, Jamila, <laughs> is, is all about believing that we can grow, we can change, we can evolve as women. Um, and so I help them first identify where they are. Right. And then we look at some of the patterns they've had over the years because we've all developed patterns as we were adults. And sometimes it involves kind of looking at the patterns of our childhood, and what we learn from other people. Um, and then we identify like, what, what, what kind of mindset do you want to have? You know, what kind of attitude, you know, you use those words interchangeably, but what kind of attitude do you want to have towards life? What kind of goals do you want to strive for? Um, and then we can really start to craft a plan to help women get from that limited mindset, that poor mindset to more of a growth mindset. Mm, I love that. I love that. So let me ask you, why do you think we as women of color mm. specifically struggle you know, I, with knowing so our worth? It's so deep. <laughs> it's a deep question, I right? I think it's so many reasons. <laughs> um, I, I think... I think society doesn't always do us justice in, in this area. You know, I think the media, they portray an image of of a certain type of woman. And so 
I, I like that there's more now, right? We're seeing people push for women of color more. We're seeing more advocacy. We're seeing more representation. So I do think it's it's getting better. It, and it can still afford to get much better. Um, but I think historically, yes, yeah. we've been told as women of color Absolutely. that we should expect less from other people. We should expect less from society. We should expect less mm-hmm. of ourselves because, mm-hmm. oh, how could you meet that? You know, how could you meet that demand? Or how could you get to that level? You're a woman of color, you know, <laughs> instead of having this attitude of empowering ourselves and empowering one another to say, yes, your skin color matters. And it, it's very obvious, right? It's very obvious that I'm a black woman, but that, that's not going to limit me. And that's the mindset I have. Right. And so the more we as women really send send that message down to other women of color, I think we'll see that shift. We'll see a major shift in that the more we talk about it. I think it's important that you say that because we, we look at our childhoods and Everything, especially if you didn't grow up with many resources Mm -hmm. where it's like you take a good job, right? You take a good paying job with benefits. You take like it's you take this that's going to cover you Mm -hmm. so that you can meet the basic need, right? So that you can put food on the table, pay rent and have this job. But what we don't talk about is passion. So what are you passionate about that you want to do that you could turn your dream into something? It's more of. You need to accept what is. This is the kind of job you should take, et cetera. So I, I think it's important that you talk about that because it, in an essence, mm-hmm. it's like we're, we're taught yep. from childhood to just be complacent. Exactly. That's it. You just be touched right on it because that's have. like a theme in, in both my counseling and coaching practices right now. Just that women are saying, you know, I've been doing this job for years and I'm good at it, you know, and, and it, this job pays me well, but I really don't feel passionate about it. And then when we start to to dive deeper, like, well, what, what's making you think you need to stay? You know, then you get into those messages from society, messages from family, especially some of those older generations and nothing negative towards them. I get it. You know, at a certain point in history, you better get a job yeah. and stay there. So no, some security, right. Um, but I think what we're seeing with these younger generations is that people right. are sick and tired of just accepting what is and accepting this job and staying in it for 25 plus years because that's what my mom did. That's what my dad did. People are really starting to tap into their, their potential and say, you know what? I don't, I'm not limited by this. I, I could do more. And so I'm definitely seeing that trend with women. And of course, my yeah. job is to uh, address it. <laughs> Head on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to just move into the next question. Then how do people begin to change a poverty mindset because that is a poverty mindset as, as we've discussed, it's just like, you have to take what you can or, or, or what resources you have at your display. And then that's it. I nothing think more, um, the first step less. is always when I teach people is awareness, right? So just being aware that you have a poverty mindset should cause some discomfort. <laughs> you know, if somebody points that out to you or if your, your therapist or coach says, you know, it kind of sounds like you might have a poverty mindset. You might want to, it should ruffle your feathers, basically. Um, So that awareness is key. And then the second step is just kind of thinking, well, where did this come from? And a perfect example I I sometimes give is that, you know, when I work with people, I might ask, well, what kind of mindset did your, did your parents have around about money? You know, what kind of mindset did other people in your family have about money? Um, Because that's really going to kind of give me some insight as to what you saw growing up, maybe some conversations you overheard. And so maybe someone's father said, the money just doesn't stretch far enough and it never will. 
you know, and maybe they kept hearing that as a kid and they subconsciously that just really stuck up in their brain and they grew up thinking, well, I'll never have enough. So maybe they overspend or maybe they underspend. Uh, maybe they stay stuck in a job. They've been in it for 10 years and they just say, well, I'll never have enough. So why should I apply for anything that pays me more? So it's really about evaluating where did I get these messages from? So the first step, awareness. Second step, where did these messages come from? And the third step is to challenge those messages, right? Maybe your dad thought that way because his dad thought that way, you know? Maybe he felt limited. Maybe no one took the time to pull him aside and say, you, you can be more, you can do more. You have potential in this area. I, I've seen you have skills in this. Why don't you pursue that? You know, so sometimes we're, we're going from generation to generation and we're adopting the mindsets of people before us or people that are still in our lives and they're still making these comments and we're still just throwing them in our subconscious mind, going about our life like it's okay. It's not, you don't have to adopt someone else's mindset. And when you realize that you have, it's time to make a change. Absolutely. So just for context for, yeah. for the audience, so members, mindset, what is poverty, a poverty mindset? <laughs> mindset it's just it, like a mindset is like a set of attitudes, right? a set of attitudes or beliefs. Right. And so a poverty mindset means someone really believes that they're going to be they are poor. They're going to be poor. This is just who you are. You are a poor person. Mm-hmm. Um, and a mindset can always be challenged. It's 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 an attitude or or believe that you don't have to accept about yourself. And so that's where the challenging part comes in. It's interesting that you were, you know, you were talking about um, how our parents come in and tell us certain stories. I think about how we show up as adults if we have a stable job or because, you know, our generation how we were raised is that, you know, you go to school, you do what you have to do, you get yourself a job. And I look at people who up and quit whatever job that doesn't fulfill them and are like, yeah, I'm going to move on to do something mm-hmm. else. I always think of them as brave. And that's the the younger generation, whatever they are. <laughs> Gen me, X, so I'm, I'm me. myself. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know their generation, but them, the those folks over there, <laughs> the younger, younger ones, but they, yeah. yeah, they have no fear, no fear at all. And just saying, well, I am going to do this and this is what I'm going to do and pushing themselves to that. And I'm just like, wow, the bravery. Mm-hmm. And that's my stuff from not, I wouldn't say poverty mindset, but having somewhat of a fixed mindset when it comes to goals and what you have to do um, to be on the quote. You you bring up such a good point because you talk about bravery and while you were telling that story about people just quitting their jobs in the Gen X or Gen Z, someone will correct us, right? Uh, (laughs) Them young young folks quitting their job. It's interesting because I see the bravery in that. And I also, I heard this a long time ago and it really stuck with me. Too many people are afraid to quit. And I, I said this on another podcast that was, that was catered towards yes. them young folk, right? <laughs> Too many people are afraid to quit. And so when you, when you quit, you're not saying I give up. Sometimes you're saying I give up, right? But but we can really reframe that and say, sometimes people say, I'm not aligned with this job anymore. You know, I don't, that my company doesn't even support their own mission. 
this isn't in, in alignment with my values, you know? And so there's all this empowerment when people quit their jobs. I just encourage people, if you're going to quit, please have a plan because because there are those people who just quit and say, oh, I don't know what right. to do. And then there are other people, you know, <laughs> who I coach. I'm like, okay, we got to have a plan. Right. If you're going to quit, that's okay. You recognize that this job is not in alignment with your goals, current or future. Um, and then we have to develop a plan. So, but it does take bravery. You're so right about that. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's planning with purpose. You know, I think that's the word that sticks out for me, planning with purpose. But um, yeah, I just, I had to <laughs> so put brave. that bucket. I'm like, you got to <laughs> quit. You don't brave. have anything <laughs> True old fashioned mindset yep. is just like, yep. you got to do this, 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 and this. So definitely. So Marquita, I just want to know what are some ways women can work on their money mindset? Because we did talk about mm-hmm. that poverty mindset, but women specifically, mm-hmm. right? Talk about generations being cared for, care of, or um, not preparing for themselves because you, you're preparing for your family. <laughs> so tell me, tell me. <laughs> She's like, tell me about this money mindset, job. <laughs> So like if we look at the previous example, of course, acknowledging it, right? Always the first step. And the second step, again, looking at your family, what were their mindset um, practices and beliefs around money, um, and then identifying where you want to be. That That's so key. Like, I think women are afraid to dream sometimes because, like you said, we're told we need to just strive for that job, get the job, and then be done. Right. Um, and we're also told so other people put limits on how much money we can make as women. We, we see it in the news. Oh, women only make, I think, 75 cents on the dollar compared to men. That's right. Right. OK. I'm like, please, please fact check me. Um, you know, and so while while that may be true, Google <laughs> always helps. Right. Google. While that may be true, we have to think about <laughs> the sample size. What was the sample size of that? You know, that's what I always get curious about. They probably sampled maybe a thousand women, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a thousand men. Who knows? But did they sample everyone in America? <laughs> you know, did they sample every woman in the world? And so we really have to start challenging um, our money mindset in that way. So so, so I'm just going to give an example. A woman who's making thirty five thousand a year who feels stuck and she's like, my money mindset is poor. You know, I, I'm never going to get past this. All right. So you're aware that there's a problem too. You're like, well, my my parent, my mom made comments about money. My aunts and my grandma, they all make comments about money. Women in the workforce, people I work with are making comments about money. What do I want to believe? Who is the woman I want to become financially? So really having a vision, (laughs) like what's your vision? What amount do you want to earn? So maybe that woman says, well, you know what? I really want to double my income. I want to make 70 by next year. What are some steps to get to 70, you know? And so it's all about like, we can rewrite our future, you know, because right now, if your future is you're going to stay stuck at 35 and accept that 3% cost of living increase, you can choose to stay there or you can you can make your vision plain and start crafting some goals that'll help you get towards that. But it's really all about challenging our mind's belief about it. Yes, I think it's important that you brought that. And also just the statistics, as you know, they they showed on the news a few weeks ago that in December, the highest unemployment mm-hmm. rate was actually amongst women who lost their jobs. It was over like 140 something thousand uh, yeah. women who 
who lost their jobs. And and you you think about it, the how the space that we're in is that mm-hmm. a lot of women now are the breadwinners of the family as well. So roles and dynamics have definitely changed. So could you imagine just being the breadwinner, not you know, the the pressures of losing a job, taking care of the family, et cetera, and on top of that, a poverty mindset. It is insane. It's, yeah. it's, and it's, it's insane. I, I read that too, or heard it on YouTube. I, I consume a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> to keep me up on current events. Um, but that saddened me. And I know that, you know, some women are breadwinners, like you said, and some women are dropping out of the workforce so they can come home and be with their kids. I just like to encourage women just because you have to be home with your kids or maybe you choose to be. It doesn't mean you can't earn money from home. 2020 alone, I earned a full time income being a stay at home mom working in the evenings, no more than five hours a week. So it is very possible for women to work from home. But if my mindset was where it was three years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I had to decide, Okay, I'm sick of not working. I do want to be home with my kids. I need I, I need to work for me. I want to stay abreast of things that are going on in my field and mental health, right? How do I make this happen? I had to start dreaming again. I had to have a vision. I had to tell myself that it was possible. And here's another key. I had to look at what other women were doing. And so it's. I think it's really good for women to just tap into the examples around them. You know, maybe look on Instagram or Facebook, find some other moms who are running a business from home, or maybe they're in your field, maybe they're not, but that's inspiring. You know, three years ago, that motivated me and I didn't feel stuck anymore. I didn't know how it was going to happen. <laughs> that's why you have to draft a plan, right? I was like, oh Lord, I don't I don't know how this is going to happen because these kids wear me out during the day, Lord, how am I going to see clients at night? <laughs> it took some planning. It took some support from my husband. It took dreaming. It took me um, just being willing to step outside of my comfort zone and put myself out there again but I'm doing it. Right. And so we have to, as women lean on each other, lean and, you know, borrow, it's like borrowed, um, what do they call it? Borrowed beliefs. There's some sort of word I'm looking for. Borrow someone else's belief, borrow someone else's motivation. So, so it's so possible. Love that. So Marquita, what are some takeaways that you have for our audience guests? However you want, like how do you do it? However you want to. I think my takeaways are um, just to recognize where you are and start dreaming again. Where do you want to be? Um, and if that if that voice in your head tells you that you can't get there, then maybe maybe you can tackle it on your own, like some people do. Or maybe it's time to reach out for support. Maybe you need to reach out to a counselor. Maybe you need to reach out to a coach um, because there's nothing like someone else who's able to take the information you're giving them and organize it for you and spit it back out to you and and help you just kind of see, oh, wow, I have been saying all these negative things about myself. I have been putting myself down. Um, So I guess my takeaway is just don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to to challenge the thoughts in your head. Don't be afraid to start dreaming again, because what you want, that life you'd really, truly desire deep down inside, it is possible for you, but you have to first believe it. Get out of your own way. Get out. Getting out of your own way. <laughs> yep. Get out of your own way. That yeah, that's that's, that's the theme yeah. that I'm hearing right now. Was basically get out of your own way. 
Marquita, so where can people find you? Where can people find you as a coach? I'm on <laughs> www.marquitamyrick.com. You can also find me on Facebook or Instagram at Marquita Myrick LPC. All right, guys, you heard from Marquita. She could drop some good jewels and gems, especially for our women of color listener. If it's one takeaway that I took from this is get out of your own way, no matter what you've experienced, mental health issues, depression, anxiety, you have the key to turning things around for yourself, for your future, for your mindset, and for your health, which is most importantly, <laughs> that is the beauteous part of life, right? <laughs> Yes, Marquita, thank you so much for stopping by and for just dropping such amazing knowledge nuggets. I truly oh am thank humbled you for the and really truly appreciate, appreciate you. you. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. I hope I didn't talk too long. I try to be very aware of it. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. And the coaching client. Yep. Just kind of all mixed up. Yep. Right after 530. As far as seeing clients. <laughs> do you also have a full-time job or you just do private practice? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag beauteousmepodcast for your feedback.